This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Premium Style Palmade. This palmade is great for any type of hairstyle. It provides great texture and shine. It's a water-based palmade meant to keep your hair in place throughout the day and into the night. For more information, visit them on Instagram at premium underscore style underscore palmade. Good morning, and thank you for watching a new edition of Inside the Pylon. Fidel here, along with Chris. What's going on, man? What's going on? How you doing? Good. How are you? Good, man. Good. Excited to be talking about this AFC East, uh, you know, updates and stuff. So I'm excited. Yep. And a big shout out to Premium Style Palmade, official sponsor of Inside the Pylon. Uh, you guys can order your products. Uh, get more information on Premium underscore Style underscore Palmade on instagram make sure you guys visit that they got a good product i have it on my hair today works great so make sure you guys go visit their page all right chris afc east afc east man a lot of big moves a lot of uh a lot of things happened this offseason i think this probably um is going to be one of the better uh divisions honestly in the nfl this year i, I really feel that way yeah and it's uh let's go and start off talking about the miami dolphins and the yeah, I mean, absolutely absolutely so i mean it's no it's no question here right the miami dolphins made a lot of moves this offseason obviously the biggest splash is jalen ramsey uh you know obviously that was a huge 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 upgrade from um, byron jones unfortunately so he, you know byron jones was released um but also want to go through some key losses that uh miami did lose this this past year i think the biggest one as well as mike gesicki you know tied in obviously for them he was a big part of their offense last year. Um, he landed Roberts, the linebacker. He was a big part of their defense last year. Thomas Moore, uh, Morstead, the punter, right? I mean, not too many people, you know, put the punter up there, but honestly, he, he had a really good year last year. And obviously, Byron Jones, you know, those are the, the four that kind of stood out to me. Byron Jones, obviously, bringing in Jalen Ramsey, that was a huge upgrade um, from Byron Jones. Uh, last year, the defense for Miami, actually, their past defense struggle last year i mean it's kind of hard when you have xavier howard and uh javon holland in the back back there but now you add jalen ramsey again they were 27th last year um ranked for passing defense in nfl so uh how do you feel about their moves that they made i think one of the bigger moves too is uh getting defensive corner vic fangio to start running the defense as well i think that's gonna make a huge difference with miami this season coming up I absolutely think so too. I mean, and you know, they, they made some other small moves and stuff like that, that really kind of like sparked my interest. You know, Isaiah Wynn out of New England, they signed him for a, a small deal for a one-year contract, adding some, you know, some depth and stuff to their, to their line. It doesn't mean that he's going to come in and start, uh, but I thought it was great to kind of add some, again, add some kind of some depth to uh, their line. Obviously in the past, they, um, kind of struggled in that sense, hence the reason why, you know, too, unfortunately, he's struggling with some concussion, um, you know, some concussion things. But I think um, the other smart move that they made was bringing in Mike White this year as well. 
Yeah, and you know, I'm glad you brought that up because the quarterback is going to be the huge question mark for Miami moving forward. Um, you know, what happens if Tua gets another concussion? Like, I mean, potentially had three last year. They said it was only two. Yeah. Um, so that's a big question for Miami moving forward. It looks like he did gain a little bit of weight. Uh, so that, that yeah. might help him out. And I think it was taking like jujitsu lessons to learn how to fall or something like that. Like, yep, yep. That's it's wild stuff, man. It is a lot of stuff. I mean, but, you know, he went through a lot of things last year. I mean, career, possible career ending things, right? Oh, yeah. So, you know, I, I did see that he was a little bit heavier on the heavier side. He's never been a scrambler anyway. So how's the weight going to really – he's going to be more of like a, in a sense, a real pocket quarterback, right? So, I mean, I don't know how that's going to hinder him, if it's going to help him. Um, but I'll be straight up honest with you. I like all the moves that they made. You know, I like all the moves that they made. Uh, adding in a third uh, wide receiver, uh, Cedric Wilson out of Dallas, adding Braxton Barrios. I mean, they're adding a lot of depth to their wide receiving core, you know, and they already have obviously Tyree Kill and, you know, and Jalen Waddle. So yeah. I think they added a lot of, a lot of depth. Yeah. And we're talking about a football team that made the playoffs last season and took Buffalo. I mean, they, it wasn't an easy game for Buffalo, right? And then I believe it was Skylar Thompson that was in at quarterback because of their Tua yeah. uh, having the concussion and whatnot. So, like, this team is good. I think they're primed, you know, to make a huge leap in the division, right? Um, I like the moves they made, especially, again, uh, in, you know, getting Thick Vangio to run that defense, I think, is going to be huge. Yeah, I mean, you got to give it up to the GM, right? I mean, he's taking – He's taking swings, and I think that's what you need to do nowadays. He knows that he has a roster that's very capable. I mean, the Miami Dolphins last year, they went 9-8. and eight. I don't see them being 9-8 and eight this year. I absolutely see them being an 11-win team this year. Again, I think this all has to do with Tua and if he can stay healthy. Uh, but I do, obviously, like I said, I like the addition of Mike White. I mean, you saw how he played last year with the Jets, you know, how his team rallied around him. So I thought that was a huge pickup for them in case Tua does – you know, have some, you know, injuries and stuff like that, that he, you know, sustains this year. I, I think that they're going to be an 11 win team this year. I think one thing that we know is that when he was healthy, for the most part, he played well. Yeah, no, for sure. He did. I mean, you saw how they started off. They started off really hot. And then, you know, obviously when those concussions came, it's tough when you don't have a backup quarterback, right? I mean, no disrespect to Skylar Thompson, um, but obviously he is third on their depth chart right now. Right. And, that kind of gives you a sense of kind of, you know, the quarterback that he really is. He's he's not going to be someone that's going to come in and win you a lot of games. Um, good for some spot starts here and there, but he's not a, you know, he's not a top-tier quarterback. Wasn't Teddy uh, Bridgewater there as well? I think he was. Skyler he was. Thompson was like the third quarterback. Well, I think Teddy, if you remember, I think he got injured again last he year. He got hurt, yeah. And then that's when they had to go to Skyler um, at that point too. But, you know, um, Teddy's a good quarterback, right? I mean, again, but we know what he is. I mean, after he yeah. had that knee injury, um, kind of derailed his career. And his oh, injury. for sure, for sure. I mean, he, he you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, that was a nasty injury, obviously that he sustained many years ago. But again, it's pretty much um, it definitely derailed his his career from there from that point on. Yep. All right, let's move along to the New York Jets, and obviously the biggest move in the league you could say is uh, the Packers trading Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Yeah, I mean, talk about another swing here. Like I said, I mean, I, I really like this division this year. 
Uh, I really like the moves that they all made this year. I mean, obviously the key piece being Aaron Rodgers. He's brought in some of his boys too, you know, Alan Lazard, um, you know, Miko Hardman out of uh, KC, Randall Cobb. Um, you know, they did obviously trade a couple of players away, um, but I really, really like their team. They're getting, you know, Brees Hall back this year. They were able to, you know, bring back Michael Carter. So, I mean, they're looking good this year. Yeah, so if Brees Hall is able to stay healthy, I think towards ACL last year, I think he's everything seems he's going to be good to go by week one. Uh, look, the Jets have a good football team. Garrett Wilson, you're talking about one of the better young receivers in the league. Yeah. Uh, this, I mean, look, essentially all that was missing last season was the quarterback, right? Yeah. Well, now they got a quarterback. He is a little bit older. Aaron Rodgers, I think, is 38, right? So the other question is, how long is he going to be able to play? How long does he want to play? We know he contemplated retirement multiple times. So, hey, look, maybe a new team, new situation kind of rejuvenates him. I think he's going to have a really great year this year. No, I think he is rejuvenated. I think you're right. And I think that's the thing with some of these players, right? They get caught up in some of their situations and stuff, and it kind of brings them around down. You know, obviously, they don't want to put in so much work on the offseason, different things like that. And he's he's completely turning the page right now. I mean, he's there in the offseason. He's working with his young wide receivers. Um, yes, they did lose Elijah Moore, um, but they still, you know, Braxton Barrios, you know, some key offseason departures. Um, James Robinson, they did lose as well to the Patriots and also Mike White. But I thought they did a great job by solidifying also some people by bringing some people in. I thought they had a great draft, too. Um, you know, one of the guys that stuck out to me was Will McDonald uh, out of Iowa State. You know, not a big guy. You know, he's around 240, 250. Um, but he's that lengthy, new edge rushing type where, you know, he has a really long, long um, reach and he's able to duck and get underneath these big, big, you know, offensive tackles and stuff. So I thought that was a huge pickup for them, honestly, um, in the first round by getting by getting someone like him. You know, so I thought they, I thought they did a good job in their draft as well. One could say that this football team is the best team in this division. Now with, with the addition of Aaron Rodgers and, yeah, you know, Brees Hall coming back, Garrett sure. Wilson. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, the Jets went seven and ten last year. Okay, seven and ten, and and that tells you right there, like you said, right between Zach Wilson, Mike White, you know, all these different quarterback, um, you know, juggling them in a sense, right? I mean, it was uh. It was not specifically what they were looking for. Uh, they have the talent. I do not see them winning seven games this year, obviously. Um, I'll be honest with you. If Aaron Rodgers can stay healthy and he's clicking on on cylinders with these guys, I see them being a 12-win team this year. Yeah, well, I, I think this team is going to be really good uh, this season coming up. Just, again, Aaron Rodgers being reju uh, you know, reju uh, rejuvenated yeah. um, with the new team. And um, he kind of feels disrespected by the Packers, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure that, you know, once they they knew that they were going to go with Jordan Love, I'm sure that, that lit a fire underneath him. You know what I mean? That lit a fire underneath him. So he still has it. He still has it. I mean, yeah. 38 or not, he still has it. So there's a report that came out earlier in the week saying that he, the reason why he requested a trade was because he wanted general manager Brian Gutekus fired. And when he was not fired, that's at that point when he requested a trade. So. See, so that's the thing with with you know a team like the Packers, right? I mean, the fact that they're they don't have an actual owner. Um, yes, typically, you know, Brett Favre in the past, Aaron Rodgers when they're there, 
you know, they're almost like the owner in a sense, right? So, uh, you know, they obviously get a lot of say in what goes on on the front office, you know, what moves they're making, who to bring in, different things mm. like that. So I just think that they were tired of the, am I going to retire? I'm going to retire. Let me go into this darkness retreat and figure out what I'm going to do from there. And I think they were just, you know what, ready to move forward. They have Jordan Love. Uh, he's obviously progressed, you know, you know, enough for them to be, um, you know, as far as confident enough to say, hey, you know what, we're ready to move forward. We we know you're a future Hall of Famer and we appreciate everything you did while you're here, but it's time to move forward with the young guy. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's best for both, you know, Packers and Rogers to, yeah. to um, you know, move apart. So, yeah, for sure. I agree. All right. Let's go to move along to the New England Patriots. Um, I want to say their biggest offseason move was hiring, um, hiring, you know, Brian. Um, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien to come back sure. and run the offense. <laughs> Legitimately, I'm not going to lie to you. That's exactly what I was about to say, that, that honestly, I think that was the biggest move for them. I mean, you know, sadly as it is, I feel the Patriots lack a lot of talent here. You know, obviously a couple of years ago that, you know, they spent a lot of money in free agency. I just feel like they're just not as explosive, not as, um, you know, they're just they're just not as explosive as all these other teams in their league. You know, yes, they brought in Juju Smith-Schuster for a three year contract, which I thought that was, you know, a pretty long contract for, Ju for you know, for Juju. But. I'm looking at their their lineup right now, and I mean Devontae Adams, Kendrick Bourne, Juju Smith-Schuster, like that, that's your top three, you know, um, wide receivers. Like, <laughs> you know, it's it's, I just don't see it being being that great of a year for them. You know, last year, you know, they ended up going, you know, eight and nine, and to be real with you, I see them being eight and nine again this year, or even possibly seven wins this year. I I don't see them being a great team this year, honestly. The biggest disservice that they did to Mac Jones last season was having um, the offensive coordinator. Like there, there really wasn't a person. Was it Matt Patricia running the offense? Was it Joe Judge? So, I mean, to me, that was the biggest thing. Yeah, I mean, and definitely something that that stood out to me is the amount of um, draft picks that that New England has. Um, I they're going really young, you know, they're going really young. And maybe that is a good thing because like I told you, I think one of the things that they're lacking is their athleticism. And so um, I did like the move of, you know, bringing in a lot of the guys that they brought in. Um, obviously the one that stood out to me the most was definitely um, drafting the, um, the, the cornerback out of, uh, out of the uh, yeah Christian Gonzalez. Out Christian, of yeah. Christian Gonzalez. Right. So uh, I thought that was probably, the biggest move for me, I definitely wanted the Raiders to pick him up because we needed some help, obviously, in the back end, too. But I thought that was a good pick for the Patriots um, as far as the draft picks, honestly. Yeah, and I mean, look, you can say that the Patriots are the worst team in this division. I mean, I, I absolutely think so. Not, not even a question. Like I said, I I think the, the best thing they did was bring in Bill O'Brien, someone that's been there for years, right? Someone that has the, the coaching experience. Um, that knows obviously the offense um, and that has worked with some, some, you know, some high end guys in college. And now obviously he has a chance to work with Mac Jones. So uh, honestly, I think that was the biggest piece for them. There is some buzz right now um, regarding um, DeAndre Hopkins. Right. And if, if that he's a possibility to possibly land there as well. So I don't, I don't see it though, Chris, he wants to go to a winner. I mean, look at this, 
look at the division. Look at the conference. It's tough. It's a tough conference. I mean, you want a chance at a ring, and you're gonna go to New England? I don't think so. No, yeah. I mean, they're 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 the worst team in that division for sure. I mean, like I said, yeah. the the amount of um, you know the amount of um, free agents and stuff and trades and everything else that everybody else made in the league or in this division. It doesn't compare to, you know, bringing in a lot of the young guys that they drafted. Like I said, I thought they had a great draft because they yeah. had a lot of draft capital, but I just don't see them really fitting well in this division um, with the move. Yeah, no, I agree with you, man. It just, to me, they didn't do enough to keep up with the competition in the conference and yeah. the division, in my opinion. Correct. For sure. All right. Let's move on to the Buffalo Bills. So this, you know, this offseason for me for Buffalo Bills was wasn't, you know, spectacular. Again, we just talked about DeAndre Hopkins. There is some talk about possibly landing DeAndre Hopkins. That would be a better option than New England. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's a way better option than New England, yeah. right? And to put him alongside with Stefan Diggs, I mean, could you imagine that one-two punch, you know, from Josh Allen's side of his things with, you yeah. know, throwing? I mean, again, that would free up one or the other, right? I mean, right now, it's it's all it's 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 only it's a one-man show right now. So imagine 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 adding DeAndre Hopkins on the other side. That could yeah. really really add even more dynamic, um, you know, dynamic to to obviously their offense. So. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. And uh, we're talking about a Buffalo Bills team that has high expectations, uh, you know, to go deep in the playoffs and even make the Super Bowl. We saw them last year in the playoffs yeah. struggle against the Cincinnati Bengals in the divisional round. Uh, we saw Stephon Diggs. He gave us frustrated, right? They wasn't getting the ball. Uh, but one of the biggest things, uh, one of the biggest things with this football team is the running back position. So maybe the addition of Damian Harris from New England is going to help out that running game, but we just can't see Josh, you know, running the way that he was doing it last year and the year before that, right? I mean, if he keeps on doing it like, like that, he's not going to last long in this league. He's not. I mean, and that's that's the sad thing, right? I mean, this guy has immense talent, immense talent, but he can't continue to to run the way he did. I think Damian Harris is going to add some dynamic to that backfield, but I think there needs to be more. I think there needs to be more. Um, you know, I did like the draft pick that they made with D Dalton Kincaid, um, you know, the tight end out of yeah, Utah. Utah. I thought that was an awesome, uh, awesome good pickup for them. And then in the second round, I thought that Osiris Torrance out of out of the Florida Gators, he's he's a plug and play offensive lineman. He's a yeah. plug and play guard that I believe he will be starting this year. So I thought they they did well in their draft, you know, their draft picks. But I feel like they're their you know their free agency it wasn't a whole lot of splashes you know what i mean there wasn't a whole lot of splashes um that really kind of stood out to me obviously they brought kyle allen back you know trent um uh sherfield out of miami uh i did like the pickup of connor mcgovern the the offense guard out of dallas so i think they really bolstered this offensive line um that did struggle last year for sure but again i mean I just don't see them really being that dynamic in the in you know in the backfield 
And I think that's a big thing that we've been talking about for years, right? When are they going to establish the running game? When are they going to give a different dynamic to this offense to give Josh Allen basically a little bit more room to breathe so he doesn't have to continuously be pretty much the offense? You know what I mean? So Yeah. And then Jordan Porter, the safety coming back, a lot of people thought he was going to leave in free agency. He ends up yeah. coming back, signing a deal with Buffalo. And then Von Miller also coming back from a torn ACL. He did. Um, yeah. We, we, yeah, we saw once he went down, the defense was different. Uh, so that's going to be huge. And I think he should be ready to go by week one. So a couple of free agents to keep an eye on for the Buffalo Bills, one of them being DeAndre Hopkins. And possibly if Minnesota cuts Dalvin Cook, that might be another option, even though I think I saw that he doesn't want to uh, ruin his brother's chances of you know playing. But still, I mean, to me, the running game is still a question mark. It's still a question mark for sure. I mean, they they do have Naeem Hines as well. Um, you know, what was interesting to me is that they restructured a lot of contracts this year. They restructured Stefan Diggs contract. They restructured Von Miller's contract. They restructured Josh Allen's contract. And now, you know, this is obviously um, making some room for salary cap. So, again, I think that's why the buzz is, you know, coming for DeAndre Hopkins. But also at the same time, you know, he's fetching 18, 19, 20 million a year. Yeah. I don't know too many people that are going to be willing to offer him that money that he's looking for. Right. And if he really wants to be on a winning team, you know, does he take, you know, maybe 12 million, right? Does he take 13 million, something along those lines um, to fit into a team that he obviously, you know, could actually win. Right. You know, so he's been on a lot of losing teams, unfortunately, throughout his career with the Texans and obviously the Cardinals. So, does he take a pay cut? Does he join someone like the Buffalo Bills? Does he join someone like the Ravens? You know, more of a winning team? It's, it's tough to say. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I uh, tend to agree with you there as far as to see. Again, winning has got to be the biggest thing, right? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, and here's the thing, right? The Buffalo Bills went 13-3 and last year. And we're talking about Miami Dolphins got better. The New York Jets got better. I don't know, man. I don't see them being thirteen a thirteen win team. I honestly see them sliding back a little bit. I actually see them being probably third in this division this coming mm -hmm. year and winning ten. That's where I'm seeing them. That's where yeah, I'm it's it, it's gonna be. It's not it's not gonna be as easy for the the Buffalo Bills as it has been in the previous years. Now with the additions that both uh, New York and Miami has made. Um, yeah, I mean, this division's a toss-up, honestly. The, I mean, to me, the worst team in this division, Patriots. Oh, for sure. But, I mean, think about how crazy this could be. I mean, there could be three teams coming out of the AFC East that make the playoffs this year. Yeah. I mean, it's very possible that three teams out of the AFC East make the playoffs this year, um, you know, which is crazy to me. But, I mean, like I said, I think this, this division is probably one of the best divisions in the NFL this year, hands down. Yeah, well, we saw it with the NFC East last year, right? Three yep. teams didn't make the playoffs in the Eagles, Cowboys, yep. and the Giants. So that might be the same scenario for this year for the AFC East. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, I mean, with the additions that everybody made, um, obviously the Buffalo Bills, they didn't make a ton of additions, but they are obviously a solid team. Uh, but obviously the additions for Miami and New, or in New York, I mean, it puts them up there for sure. Like I said, I, I definitely see um, – you know, New York, I, I see them being the best team in this division this year. You know, with 12 wins, I see Miami being right behind them with 11. And then I see Buffalo right behind them with 10. 
again, the injuries is going to be the biggest thing, right? I mean, if two is able to stay healthy, they're going to be pretty good. If not, uh, I mean, Mike White might be able to keep things afloat, right? Uh, Aaron Rodgers, he's older, right? Um, what if he gets hurt? Zach Wilson going in? <laughs> well, I mean, we saw we, we saw, we saw the last story year. last year, right? Yeah, we saw what happened last year. But you know what? I mean, you know, speaking of Zach Wilson, do you think he, you know, he turns a page this year, right? I mean, he's sitting behind a Hall of Famer. He's starting to kind of understand what it is to be a pro. And I think that's what one of the question marks about him was. It's not the talent. You know, everybody believes that he has the talent. It's everything else, and that's a question mark, right? His um, his character inside the building, right? His yeah. his character inside the locker room, being a leader. And when you're a young guy like that, I understand it's not hard to walk into the NFL and you know be a leader of men, right? We're talking men, not boys. But also at the same time, I think him sitting back, learning from um, you know learning from Aaron Rodgers could be a good thing for the for the Jets in the future not necessarily right now but in the future right i mean I, again i think he has the talent there's just a lot of question marks with a lot of other things unfortunately with him you said turning the page yeah he's gonna be turning the page on the clipboard that he's gonna be holding because uh, <laughs> i don't think we're gonna see much of zach wilson this year coming up no you remember that quote that he that he had in the offseason to whoever they bring in he's gonna make them a living he's gonna make it a oh, living house for them yeah. oh man I, that's funny try to make a living in hell for aaron Rodgers. i'm sure he would chew your ass up basically yeah. and spit yeah. you out so you know yeah. so yeah uh, yeah moving forward i think for for zach wilson it's just for him just like to be quiet and um learn from aaron Rodgers. absolutely absolutely yeah. i mean you have this is a great great opportunity for him it's a great opportunity for him to be learning from like again a future hall of famer right someone that's been there before um four-time mvp i mean this is someone that yeah. you want you want to sit behind to enhance your career for sure all right. Well, that's going to go and do it for this edition of Inside the Pylon. Thank you, everyone out there for watching and listening. We'll be talking about the AFC North next week. Till then, have a good day. Take care. Talk soon.